Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle. And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts. Hey, host. Hey, ho. <laughs> this is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything. We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So Mm -hmm. if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. Hello and welcome to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm your host, Lauren Massarella, joined by my co-host and sister, Michelle Anderson. That's my name. Don't wear it out. I won't. I like that saying, and why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. Yeah, that's what I say to people when they're staring. (laughs) So Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. All right, you guys, we just wrapped up a really fun and funny convo, catching up from the long holiday weekend and sharing everything we ate, Read, watched, did, time of day that we is most busy. optimal for sex. Oh, yes. That's the most That came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And we really let it all hang out there. Might as well. Yeah. All right. Now, before we dive in, we want to give a big thank you to two of our Anchor.com subscribers. A shout out going out to Molly Hughes. Thanks, Molly. Thank you so much. I love you. Really appreciate it. And another big thank you goes out to Miss Lin- Mrs. Linda Kada. I mean, can I we just, love her. Can we just say this for yeah. a second? She is my best friend's mom. I feel like she's sort of like our biggest cheerleader. She really is. Every time she sees us, what does she say to us? I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm happy. I you. love what you're doing. Linda, thank you that so means much. a lot. Yeah, not only for signing up for the subscription, but I have to tell you what Michelle just said. When you, that kind of demonstrative like, support, we, that well, means the most. Yeah, because our mom's dead, so we don't also get to Mom's dead, and then there's other things that we're not going to unpack right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> but thank, thank you, you Linda, and thank you, Molly, so, so, so very much. Molly, do us a solid. Reach out to us on Instagram so we know your handle. Yeah, show and, yourself. Yeah, show your face so we can get to know you and thank you properly behind the scenes. So, ladies, thank you so much for enjoying our content, but also finding value in what we do. As all of our listeners and followers here know, all of our content is free. However, with the um, signing up of Anchor.com, who is our host and platform, they also give creators the opportunity for yeah. subscriptions for their listeners. So we thought, yeah, why we're not? we're jumping on that. And we did it. So we did. So if you do sign up, thank you. And if you don't sign up, thank you. Mm-hmm. Just please share us with your friends and loved ones. All right, you guys, let's dive in. Enjoy. How are you? I'm uh, feeling like I'm losing a battle to the cottonwood. <laughs> oh, yeah. You sound a little... Uh, under the weather I mean, allergy wise I think I my head feels like definitely like I've got some pressure going on here mm-hmm. from the nose up I'm a little clogged yep but yep. I feel good probably the cottonwood I think it's the cottonwood I mean it's just covering the cars what is cottonwood isn't that well it looks like the weed the dandelion weed oh that's what that but is. but I don't think that's what it is I think that's dandelion I think cottonwood doesn't that come from a tree I'm not sure. Who the hell knows? Um, also a little bit discombobulated. Didn't Why you kind of think like this week, you know, when you don't, it's not rare we we don't work, you know, well, we do work on our days off, but we had Monday off yesterday because it was the holiday and it kind of, it threw my normal end of, of the weekend always. into the week mojo yeah. off kilter. I didn't really have that problem. I think because I taught two yoga classes yesterday and 
I then did the garden and then I sat down and worked. Yeah. So I put forth that effort to like do get that shit done. Yeah. So it wouldn't be too discombobulated. However, I picked up my planner and I did not. It's a new month. It's June. Yep. I have not even we have, looked at my month. I know. Ooh. And we haven't even broken down our old last month. It gives me makes my butt clench. I know. My friend always sends me the every girl um every month issues those um like desktop things to do. Months, oh that yes. You know, for your screen savers. Mm-hmm. And she just sent me, you know, June's are dropped. And I'm like, Yeah, well I didn't change April. On oh my Michelle, phone. you didn't? No. How did you go a whole month? With the wrong month on your phone. That's just how my brain works. Yeah. I just made it harder for myself and I had to like look at the, the other app, app, not just the thing that was right there when I opened my phone. Hmm. It was awesome. So today I did actually, okay, so we were talking about before we started recording the Insight Timer. Yeah. And I found this new gentleman that I will be, I started following. His name is... I'm going to butcher this, but said guru. Okay. And he's an Indian yogi and he also calls himself a mystic. And so I decided to press play on his and see what his was all about. And he was going, so his meditations aren't so much like a breath work meditation. I think you're inspired to breathe while you listen to his words. Okay. And he was going on about, not going on, he was sharing what his thoughts are on how to live your life like to the fullest. How to like shine every yeah. day. And he he started with, when you go to bed, know that when you wake up, more than a million people are not going to wake up. Wow. Okay. So wow. he goes, if you can sort out the fact that you actually are mortal and that you only have one life to live and it's a brief existence, he called it a brief happening while you're here on this earth. Every morning when you wake up, he's like, look at the ceiling and smile. And, you know, Hmm. check on those closest to you Hmm. and live every day like this might be your last day. Hmm, I love that. And I loved the way he put that into perspective. He's really, really cool. I just started following him on Instagram on my yoga handle and I didn't realize like how big of a presence he has. I think he's got like 5 million followers. He's Insta famous. (laughs) He's Insta famous. I feel like I've been stumbling upon these conversations a lot lately about our... Oh, man. (laughs) Oh man, it's really strong start to the month. <laughs> Did it get on your computer, Michelle? Just almost. It's fine. It's fine. It's no it's big fine. deal. Um, no, I feel like I've been like stumbling upon conversations or li- listen, stumbling upon podcasts about this idea of our time on Earth and how short it is. Have you ever heard blip. of Have you ever heard of Elkhart Tolle? Yes, of course. OMG. I know. Their book is on my list to read. I forget what the name of the book is, but it's someone recommended it to me years ago. Actually, I'm going to bump that up a little bit. Well, I, Why did you listen to a podcast? I stu- I was driving back and forth to Rockford this week weekend to watch Mia play soccer and I just kind of was randomly Going through, just trying different things, listening to stuff. And I stumbled upon Oprah Winfrey's mm. like soul podcast and he popped up. So I pressed, rec- uh, pressed play and he, it was, he was talking, it was like, he was talking this, now I'm going in a different direction, but he was talking to parents and about, you know, when we are raising our kids, we want them to experience adversity mm-hmm. and, and challenge yeah. and, and, and then talking about just life on earth and how it can be so much more painful or pleasurable depending on how we go about it. I don't know. I just, 
it was it was a moving listen and i felt like when i walked away from it i just had a, a like a mini that, epiphany kind of as a parent mm-hmm. you know i like walked back into being a parent in that day and just looking at my kids being like go out there and live life live life and, and see fail and good luck and, and good try luck. and good luck yeah because it is tough i'm looking for the book i cannot find it but i know the power of now is one the other one i think has like the name the earth in it that it's called the new earth hmm. it's another one all right thank you for reminding me of of that writer true delight I did a lot of reading this weekend, actually. I did a ton of reading. I got through the most most of the New York Times, which some of the stuff we're going to talk about yep. later on the podcast. I'm loving my book, um, The Invisible Life of Addie Are LaRue. You? Yes. Are you? So is it is it turning out to be what you were hoping? So far, so good. Okay. This is what happened to me, though. And this goes back to like the four agreements. So I'm kind of practicing that. I told someone I was reading this book, and they shared their opinion of the book with me. And it wasn't like a glowing review. Okay. It was kind of like, oh, you know... She, it's kind of like Groundhog's Day. The same thing keeps happening. Like, oh, no, fuck, man. fuck. You know, like, sh- okay, right? But, and I'm working on, because in the four agreements they talk about, like, when you are predisposed to people's opinions, it really kind of can manifest. And I yep. can look at this book and be like, well, this book is stupid. It's the same thing over and over again. So I'm reading it with a lot of enthusiasm, trying to like, and I respected this woman's yeah, review. Course. She's a very well-read reader. So at that also, I was like, oh, shit. And we do like the same books. Yeah. So it kind of bumped up on there and like, you know, her opinion does matter for me, but I am loving the book. But then I read this amazing article um, in Bizarre. Debbie with a Y has given me all of her Bizarre. Someone gave oh, nice. our dad's partner a subscription to Bizarre. What a treat. She doesn't know who it was, but she keeps getting all these magazines. And she's paying so it for it. <laughs> so I'll give them to you when I'm done. Sweet. And I read this article called the... What was it called? It was called, there it is, The Virus, the Vaccine, and the Dark Side of Wellness. And it was about like how wellness influencers during the pandemic and now and still like, you know, a lot of like anti-vaxxer stuff and how, you know, they were, holistic doctors were sharing their ideas and thoughts on the vaccine and they dove really deep into it. And I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, but what I was most, um, I guess, I guess you'd say triggered by was when she brought up the writer was going into at a moment in time during the pandemic when we were saving the children and yeah. and I don't want to make light of this converse of this topic because that is a real thing human trafficking but we all know what I'm talking about yep. the save the children campaign during the midst of the pandemic and then the great awakening with QAnon you remember yep. when that was going to happen yep. where's that yep. right yep. and then when the dolphins were swimming oh, at yes, the Venice the Canal mm-hmm. I I read this article in the bath and I put it down. And I was like, holy shit. I have a little bit, I'm sure we all do, PTSD. Yeah. Like I get, re- like when, when I go back and think about all the shit we had to navigate and weed through, weed through, weed through the misinformation. holy yeah. moly, yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad to be here. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to be alive. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about some things from the beginning after I saw those notes come through. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know, you know what I'm, um, not going to miss during that time. Tell me. Feeling like a leper. Remember when the pandemic first hit? <sighs> yes. And you would like, didn't know if you could go into somebody's house or like share the same space and people would step away from you. I, I was very anxious over I that. I 
hated I hated it. And I have memories where I was upset with you when I got mad at Anthony. And I was like, oh my God, there was so much fear. So much fear. We were washing groceries. Yes. We were de-bacterializing. My hands were chapped. I I mean, mean, as you know, listen, I mean, I think... (laughs) Hygiene is good. First pandemic, you know, now we kind of maybe know how to weather the storm a little bit. Old pros. But PTSD. And you know what else I'm happy about? Speaking of reading... And God bless the New York Times for doing this for the past year. The mm. home section is done. I and I'm be so happy. fucking happy. You said it. You said it. You said, we're done. We need to be done with this. Let's get the travel Let's section. Let's get the back. travel section because that was what was replaced. Yep. Travel left because you weren't. And then home came in because that's all you were doing. Yeah, it ran its course. Like, I'm tired of like the paper airplanes, yeah. make it with the no, newspaper. No, 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 no. Had baskets, weaving things. At one point, mm-hmm. I'm 37 mm-hmm. years old. At one point during the pandemic, I was looking forward to coloring the covers of the home section. Yeah, no, not, that's, no. That's mo, where honey. I was. Yeah, we're done. Speaking of reading, I don't know, that was a terrible segue. I did a lot of watching. I took your recommendation, Michelle, and I watched the Friends Reunion. And what did you... I loved it. Lauren? I loved it. Every minute of it. I cried. (sighs) I laughed. Peed. My heart felt sad for Matthew Perry for some reason. Can Can we unpack that for a second? I don't have a lot in the luggage to unpack i am very i'm you know I'm we're well aware for him. well i think well it's you know he struggled with substance abuse yes. he had several stints in rehab and he also i read this and i don't have facts so let's just double check apparently i think after he went to rehab and found sobriety for a bit and i'm not sure about his relapses yeah. but i think he opened his home to other um people individuals who were going through recovery so he made space for that as well in a bbc interview i read he has joked but not joked that he doesn't remember like filming three uh, three seasons of friends that he was in such a dark place and that it has it has um done it has kind of fucked up his memory well, he's got some memory issues. I thought he was very quiet. I know. You know? And there was something that he said that was very, very telling. And I don't know if you noticed it, but I'm curious. You know, mm. they were, it was one of the the only moments that he really kind of shared about um, his experience. And they were talking about filming in front of the live audience. And he said, you know, I used to get so, so down. And anxious. Or terrified and uh-huh. nervous if I wasn't didn't get a laugh yeah if his joke fell flat if his and my heart broke I know for him in that moment because I was like that was probably tearing you up he even but in the the what was really interesting he acknowledged it too he goes he literally said it is so that thought is those thoughts are so unhealthy yeah his fellow castmates like Courtney Cox didn't She's like, oh my God, I didn't know that you felt this way. I know. Oh, well, I mean, it may be what also drove him to, who knows? Well, that's what I'm saying. Some, but some... now let's, I want to switch gears and talk about something incredibly wonderful what? that I also saw on that show. Okay. Mm. Clearly, Ross and Rachel yes. had such incredible chemistry. Okay. And a crush. Yeah. There was they were crush. crushing. Can we talk about their table read? I know. Oh? Well, they... So what they were doing, if you haven't watched the Friends reunion, they were kind of mirroring episodes. So they would throw out an episode and they would have the cast members now read the script from then. And they were going back and forth from the episode to the table read right in front, you know, in in present day. And yeah, that was quite a connection they had there. It was palpable. Like you you could 
feel it. Like, I think that Ross still is kind of looks at her with loving I eyes. I think so, too. Um, I'm obsessed with, is it Matthew Le, Matt LeBlanc? Matt LeBlanc. He's so goofy. What a geek. <laughs> I love him. I love them all. He's, I love them all. Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, you know what? It's a feel good. Oh, um, show it's on HBO Max. Watch it. I'm not even a, fr- a Friends super fan. I mean, I watched it here and there, but now I'm I out of boredom. When I'm maybe going towards Sex in the City, maybe I'll go towards Friends. I've been watching it with the twins. Fun. It's hilarious. Yeah, because it's pretty clean. It is. You know, there's a lot of like. I mean, there's jokes a lot that of only sex maybe jokes. you. <laughs> no, they get them now. Like they're almost thirteen at yeah. this point. They're like, okay, what's going on? But I will say that the hardest I ever laughed in college was with um, my friend and one of our TS fan, TSP fans, Vince Maeta. Oh, right on, Vince. Um, Ryan's roommate and friend from school. We were watching the Friends episode where they are moving the couch around the corner. You know, pivot. hashtag pivot. Yeah. Never cried laughing harder in my life. And then to watch them, and I've seen that blooper before when they were filming it and Ross was screaming pivot. Like, I just, that's a guy that I want to work with. Who, Ross? Yeah. I want to work with Matt. <laughs> Ross. I just love Matt so goofy. Oh my God. And I love how the producers and, and the other really interesting part of the reunion are the backstories on them getting the gig. Yes, and who, like the order that it uh-huh. came. Uh-huh, and that waited, like months would go by and they still didn't have like half the cast. It's really, yeah, really it good. It great. Michelle, we will hold off on Mayor of Easttown. Yeah, The finale came out on Sunday. It's mind-blowing. Really? And I wasn't like a super fan of the show, but I definitely was intrigued by the whodunit. I knew there was going to be a twist. Of and course. there was a twist. Oh, of course, of course. Now, I did happen to watch the Oscar-nominated documentary called Crip Camp on Netflix. Tell me about this. And I it's one of I, I think it'll go up as one of my favorite documentaries I've ever oh. seen. So Crip Camp is about a group of individuals who are there that's the, they're fo- we're focusing on a group of individuals but there's a big group of individuals that we're really talking about. We're talking about like the disabled community. Okay. And we're talking about mostly here in the states but they do mention things like worldwide. So Crip is short for I suppose crippled. crippled, right, which is so NPC, but yes, I mean, that's, okay. but they're talking about like, that's what they were referred to back then. And kids who, you know, had a, an array of different situations, whether it was cognitive or physical or both, you know, they were looked at and they were put in the basement with the other kids that looked like them, yeah. wheelchair bound, wow. unaccessible ways to get in and out of a freaking bathroom and a door. And they were just kind of shunned. So this was this was talk. We're talking about this back in like the '60s, I believe, early mm. '70s, and these are young kids. And what happened? There's this camp that started. I forget the name of the camp, and I forgot where it was, but it was like basically the Woodstock camp version for disabled individuals. I love this. Oh my god! And I think it's because mom had dementia that I have, and I'm sure you'd watching it, you'd feel the same way, or if you have an ounce of compassion, you these individuals would come and the the staff the the camp counselors were just regular individuals yep. you know not disabled and they would freaking play baseball and then they would have the the camp counselors someone would help them hit a hit the ball with yeah. a bat and then the camp counselors would push push them from you know the from home base to first base and they would have so much fun they'd have really important discussions they would really open up about what 
it is like for them to be date disabled in our society and what came from this crip camp oh my god is where this is where your mind like my top of my brain like shot out from the roof of my head a couple of the individuals started they became activists for the disabled community and they they fought they did sleep-ins in congress in hallways of people who were making decisions they literally were figuring out how can we get these people in here and sleep for like days i think one of the sleep-ins was like 24 days these individuals were just staying at this person's hallway until they fucking signed legislation for i forget the name of the act it's the maybe the american disability act where things are accessible doorways are a certain wow really magnificent things and to see these individuals rally for themselves with one another and people who can help them do it oh it is wonderful you have to watch it i highly recommend it there is one woman who spearheaded a lot of the activism for their community and she is a badass she is so brave and so smart and so courageous and i really i i think she's up there with my new women like heroes okay yeah her name is judith human and they call her judy she's an american disability rights activist and she is recognized internationally as the leader in disability community She's a lifelong civil rights advocate for people with with disabilities. Oh God, you guys have to watch it. Everyone watch it. Great rack. It is a great rack. Trust me on this one. (laughs) Um, I introduced my kids to Hoarders this weekend. The show on A&E? Yep. I loved that show. It's so gross, but I love that show. And sad. Sorry. It's, it's, it's gross and sad. It's, it's disgusting. And I've, I've, I've helped, when mom first got sick, I felt like I was in the middle of a bit of a hoarders episode. Well, watch it and then you'll be like, well, it wasn't quite that bad. No, it wasn't. Mom <laughs> was not that bad. <laughs> Why did you introduce him to hoarders? I was like, I said kids have you ever do you know what a hoarder is and mia goes my friend bailey's a hoarder." oh my god i tell anthony he's a hoarder got bottles everywhere empty Listen, glass bottles if you start getting floor to ceiling stacks with little pathways to get from a to b you call me we'll bring so in the big guns growing up do you remember growing up we we live next well we lived near the duff family next door to the duffs was a family and mom always said oh yes that she was a hoarder and I'd be like, why, mom? What does that mean? I was like 10. And she would tell me, June would tell me about the stacks of newspapers. Yep. Golly, I'd like to unpack what hoarding is all about. It's a severe, severe it's mental really sad. illness. Mm-hmm. So I have a few new Chicago restaurant recommendations. I saw that on yeah, the notes. There's a what, few that yeah. I have. We, My best friend Maggie's finally back in Chicago. And I basically spent the past three, seven, like seven, two hours, 72 hours worth of So fun. What a treat. You know, it's so funny because she hasn't been back since we were like 18. She's been. So she left for college and never came home. Exactly. And the first thing I knew about that was special about our relationship. I remember this poignant moment in my life when I hadn't seen Maggie for a long time. And when we were younger, there wasn't social media really, you know, there were phones and then like email Maggie we weren't emailing but I'd see her like at the holidays and nothing had changed yeah. so I was like okay this, this is one's this is legit friend. yeah and then so now like we spent so many days together didn't get sick of her for a freaking second <laughs> she, that's so it was great, so Warren. fun we went on a bike ride but we also checked out a few places Giant in Logan Square is one of the best restaurant experiences I've had. Whoa. I mean, I know we've all been 
not having a lot of those, but we like, are starting to. Wow. Mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. From like food service, everything. everything? Every, like, yeah, food service, wine. They gave us a free ice cream because they said that they liked our energy. And I was like, wow, I like you. Wow. <laughs> but there is this thing, I forgot what it was completely called, but it was almost like a hush puppy with trout roe on top of it. And there was cream cheese mixed in this hush puppy. Oh. I, and maybe like some spring onion or some herbs at the top. It is a one biter and it is an explosion. A party in your mouth? Explosion. Yeah. A flavor? Like a rage. Wow. Oh, wait, a rager. That sounds <laughs> so good. So check out Giant and Logan Square. And then these next two places are in Pilsen. I was blown away by these two experiences as well. So Alulu Brew Pub. Alulu Brew Pub is somewhere in Pilsen. And what it is, it's a restaurant that serves brew, like, you know, uh, draft, you know, homemade draft beer and whatnot, as well as food. But then next door is a sushi, a sushi restaurant. So they coexist together, right? Yeah. The cheese curds are insane. Beer battered cheese curds. But I'm going to tell you what knocked my panties off. And did you get a couple of hard nipples? Bing, bing. Kind of. It was that good where I felt like I was like titties. (laughs) (laughs) So... It was a hard, it was their brew, it was their brewed hard seltzer. And what got me right away was jalapeno. Yep, always. Always. That's a and seller. mango, yep, now we're dude, really talking. Done, What's done. next? Lime, yeah. done, let's do mm-hmm. it. So I asked the guy how it was. He was like, oh, you, you, this is one of the best. So he brings us our drinks and very colorful drinks. Like Anthony's drink, it was more of a sour, was like a like a hibiscus color. And Maggie had something else that she said, and I tasted it too, tasted a little bit more like chamomile, and it was more of a clear color. Okay. I thought that was wow. going to be mine because it was a hard seltzer. Well, he gives me mine, and it's more of like a really light, light beer color. Okay. The flavor of this hard seltzer. He's like, it's almost like a bougie White Claw. It's beyond a bougie White Claw. There's so much depth of the flavor. I would go to this place just for this, wow. for this sipper. Sounds delicious. It was delicious. And then next, there's another place on 18th Avenue called Pilsen Yards. If you're looking for a good Al Pastor, which you know, I don't Yum. eat a ton of meat, Yum. but what I wanted, why I wanted this one is because instead of chunks of meat, which is not my thing, yeah. this one was like a pulled pork. And it was Ugh, incredible. And wow. their michelada, if you if there's anyone out there that likes a michelada, go to Pilsen Yars and you'll never ask for another michelada Yum. from anywhere again. You ate at a lot of way cooler places than me. Where'd you eat? I had a blur- Tell me you went to, to did you go to um Cracker Barrel? I- Close Olive enough, Garden. Close enough. I had a blizzard from the Dairy Queen in Rock. No complaints there. That's not. E- that's way better than like a Cracker Barrel. And honestly, had not had a Dairy Queen ice cream in like I think twenty years. Those are my favorite. I, I, what do you get when you go to Dairy Chocolate Queen? Chocolate blizzard with Reese's peanut butter cups. Wow. Okay. I do the swirl. I go old school. I get a medium cone with chocolate vanilla swirl, and I love how they make it look oh, like a big puffy like, nipple. Uh, yes, like three puffy. Like yes. it's like really smashed down. They yeah, do not th- skimp on the no. The ice cream. It's Mm-mm. so good. It was I Mia's love first Dairy time. Queen. It was her first time. Yes. Well, you know we had to celebrate their championship. I know. Congratulations win. Thank you. to that. Big win for those guys. So tell us what they what she won. They won the Illinois Cup. It's wow, like, I that's mean, they won badass. A cup and she 
has, you know, they were the bad news bears when I coached them, didn't barely win anything. So, I mean, I'm not sure they won a single thing, but this was her first win in in a tournament that kind of, you know, they get to play, keep playing. That is so cool. Congrats. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. To mom and to daughter. Not me. It was, I don't know. I mean, I think it'd be exciting. I'll tell you what though, Lauren, I had, I kind of had a cool talk with her coach is my coach, was my coach, Co. And we had a really cool talk about, he said, he always is like she's coming along and I'm like oh I don't care you know like I want her to have fun right you know? and he's like we just mother nature we just got to wait for mother <laughs> nature to start playing its role because she's little I yes. mean she played against a woman she played a woman <laughs> yesterday she was the like go- a woman she was the goalie she was maybe 5'11 at the end of the game, I mean, it was a real nail biter. These kids were winning and then they were tied and then they were losing and then they tied it and then they came back. It was like incredible. Yeah. Well, this other team was not messing around and they put the great equalizer, her goalie, they brought her up to play on the other side of the field. Wow. She dropped a bomb and we all dropped bombs in our pants. In your pants. But anyway, Cole was happy. I'm happy. How fun and exciting. I thought you said, okay, what happened with this garage sale? Out of nowhere, I'm asking Michelle over the weekend, like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm having a garage sale. And I'm like, that's so interesting. Because most people, like, I feel like, I don't know, plan a long time in advance. I feel like you were like walking around your house being like, I don't want that anymore. No, you know what? I kind of, I mean, I had some stuff piling up in my garage. If you opened my garage, there were some dressers, a couple tables. We had a random moped. I started piling up clothes in there. And I thought to myself, we should just pull this out. Mia, you could put stickers on these things and we'll just, you know, see if anybody wants a couple. What I didn't want to do was transport furniture to Goodwill. Okay. And I was, I'm so sick and tired of the buy, sell, trade marketplaces on Facebook and social media. You do one thing wrong, you break a rule, you get hollered oh, at. Oh, I don't know anything admin. about this. You know, you cross post and who got it first. I'm like, go F yourself. Yeah, no. Come to my house and get it. Yeah, come get it. And then I'm going to light it on fire and put it in a bonfire. Yeah, okay. Or anyway, you mean if they don't get it. And if they don't get yeah. it, fire going flame on. Okay. Anyway, so I had the, sh- I, it ended up being the shortest, um, like Garage we went through history. the whole, we, me and I went through the <laughs> we brought everything out. We priced everything. We went and we put signs on each main intersection, two signs, garage sale, address, whatever. And then we came back and we sat out there and um, I looked at her and I go, this is a lame garage sale. Well, I have to also tell you, <laughs> you were doing a garage sale on Memorial Day when most not fucking a, people are like with their families. Not a lot of shoppers. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot. The fuck? Not a lot of shoppers. On so. Memorial Day? Yeah, well, I I wouldn't. We got one stop. They probably didn't have any family here or something. (laughs) They were they were regular garage sale hunters, (laughs) actually. Anyway, um, I said, Mia, um, putting it all in the car and taking it to Goodwill. I Um, was I was going to say something like, "You sure you want to do a garage sale on Memorial Day?" And I was like, "You know what? Yeah, I was was surprised by that. It was a big mistake." I, when I was going, I brought up my friend's mom who had a garage sale or estate sale a, a week or so two ago, and. As I was walking up to the house, which I know the house exceptionally well, I may have told this story already, but I know the house super well and know what kind of stuff is available at yeah, this you had your eye on, Basically, you had your eye on some stuff. I had my eye on a few okay. things. And this guy walks past me. He goes, there's nothing good in there. And I was like, well, it's my best friend's house. I, I know what's in there. There's plenty of How amazing artifacts. Rude. I was like, who are you? I was uh, at an epic garage sale. Did you go to Marcy Dunn's? Yeah, which I don't know why I tried to follow up her garage sale with my garage sale. I think you were inspired to get rid of some things and 
It was a flop. It was a flop, but I still did get rid of them. So I, at the end of the weekend, instead of me doing 25 lashings, you did nothing. You're <laughs> such a scatterbrain. Why can't you keep your shit together and do stuff on the weekends? You got I was something like, done. I was like, Michelle, I literally was walking into my clean garage and I go, Michelle, say to yourself, good job, because you cleaned the shit out of your garage and you got everything you needed to do done. So Absolutely. say good job. And good I was job. like, good job. Good job. Good job. So speaking of your garage sale, I'm assuming you maybe got rid of some clothes. Well, if I would have read our notes before <laughs> my garage sale, I would have emptied my entire closet. You guys, this is such this is a sad. depressing. Yeah, you guys, I, we're so sorry for, for sorry this for what we're about sad to article you. we're going to share with you. So, in the Washington Post, in our Get Pocket, you guys, we always talk about it. If you do not have the Pocket app, get the Get app, Get Pocket. It's great, and then you just put it in your pocket. It's so awesome. But they have such they find and source such interesting yes, articles. So this one is from the Washington Post, and it's it's titled "Skinny Jeans and Nine Other Styles That Date You." Yep. Now, what's the saddest thing is that I finally was like, I'm going to spend big bucks on jeans right now. Wearing them right now. Yeah, you talked me into it. So I went and bought a pair of $150 skinny jeans with a 10-inch seam, super high waist. Everything is wrong. At Madewell. But I love them. And I would, even though this article says I'm a granny, I don't care. I could give two fucks what this article (laughs) says. (laughs) Well, I'm also going to hate there. I agree (laughs) with some of this. Okay, let's start with, we're going to name like five of them. So one of the ones, and it's not really anything that Michelle or I wear, but we found a new term that we're going to share with you. It's called the, these, well, what they're saying are those demurely bucolic dresses. So a little kind of peasanty, but also like gardeny yeah. and floral. Mm-hmm. Um, and what other people refer to these as, as cottage core. Cottage core. I don't know if I like the name. Like I think hardcore porn when I hear cottage core. Is that weird? I, I'm... It's an odd I, word it association. An, it is an odd word. And the first time I had heard it, Mia was telling me that she wanted to switch out a couple of things in her bedroom because they were a little too cottage core oh for her. Oh my God, these kids in the And I was words. like, what the hell are you talking about? So then she had to show me imagery because we were struggling with explaining it what cottage core was now i don't totally agree with her that what she's talking about in her room is cottage okay core, but sh- cottage core she made it very clear she's not, not into she's not into it well i'm surprised by this because it is kind of huga totally the concept well, of the it. concept is yeah. totally huga. so it's a movement hearkening back to agricultural life skills and crafts as an, and it is on the rise as a concept, it embraces a simpler, sustainable existence that is more harmonious with nature. Yeah. Aesthetically, it's a nod to the traditional English countryside style, romantic and nostalgic. I don't hate it. I, the only thing that I don't love is the, the, the traditional English countryside style, that kind of vibe. I, I, in yeah, my I'm, mind, I'm not into that. I'm not still hating that. I do hate those bulbous big sleeves, though. No, like, no. Um, we, who calls it... There's the some, peasant sleeve? It's like the peasant sleeve. It's big and bulgy. They you know, make I'm me not irate. Really... They actually make me irate. I see them and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, the Renaissance Fair doesn't come until mid-July. Have we talked about this? I hated the Renaissance Fair. And Dude. I think it was in Willowbrook. So that's a suburb of Chicago. It and was in Bristol, Wisconsin. I think there was really, is that where it was? Uh-huh. Okay, then my friend, I know that she lived in Willowbrook, so she picked me up from Willowbrook, and then we must have gone to Wisconsin. Okay. And I had, 
I got the funniest feeling at the Renaissance Fair. It's a weird place. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised I wasn't so more into it because I do feel like there was like an element of like mysticism and witchery and chicken legs. But there was a lot of weird shit. Like I just felt odd being there. I was like, okay, I'm with people of my time, but I kind of also feel like, like I'm an living. outlander yes, and there's like yes. people from another time who actually, after they go home from here, still live like that. And they're all really dirty. Gross. Brody. It's like medieval times, which Gross. I mean is fun, but still it's like big The medieval like. times is way more fun <laughs> than the Renaissance fair. <laughs> You're right. All right. This one I'm kind of broken up about you guys. The next style that will date you are almost invisible socks no no, I'm that's staying I'm not gonna get rid of my almost invisible socks for the socks that just cover your ankle I don't hate those either actually I'm I'm totally game to bring back and I'm I've already started with my white Reeboks and my biking uh, my biking leggings or my biking shorts I like the chunky tall socks very Princess Diana circa 1995. The only thing I'm going to do is I'm going to bring back the sock. If you don't, if the little invisible sock isn't allowed, then I'm bringing back the sock with the little puffy ball on the ankle, the heel bone. <laughs> wow, so you're... now it's not invisible. Oh my God, Michelle, the fact that you even just brought up the puffy ball, the pom-pom. The pom-pom. I remember that. I, I like forgot those. about bring that. Bring them back. I don't know if those are ever coming back. Whatever. I Again, this one, you I'm disagree not okay with, with this. Next I'm up. completely okay with this next one. They refer to these as screaming t-shirts. You know, the ones that say, live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is this is a screaming t-shirt is different than a graphic t-shirt. Um, I don't know. I think they're saying like a screaming t-shirt is one that has words like sprawled across it. Like I even shared that like I... I, I, I hate, you know, like shirts that say like positive vibes be only. Be the change. I have yeah. a be the change. I got to throw that in the fire. Yeah, be the change. Okay. There's that one. I even, I am such a, a supporter of voting and I want everyone to do it. But I even hate my shirt that says I'm voting for the future. Yeah. Although I am, like I, well, I'm i not a person that would buy shirts with words on it. But I really, I guess I needed to make that point. I don't know. There's just, those are done. I'm I'm actually kind of happy about that. I mean, a I, lot of words on t-shirts these days. Yeah, you're right. And some of them are absolutely downright appalling. So I wanted to ask you a question. Yes. What is the most, what is the perfect time for you to have sex with your husband? 10 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. So between those three days. No, actually not Tuesday because that's our long podcast day. Um, yeah, Wednesday, what the hell? Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but that's going to change. Summer's coming, so kids are going to be home. Yeah. But we're a daytimer. Same here. Anthony oh. and I were doing it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I had to beat him off like a, I, just moments mean, ago. What do you mean? Oh. And I had to like whack him away so from me. So did I. I said, excuse Something's me. Something's in the air. It's a long podcast day. I am not there with you right now, buddy. That's what happened to me prior to your arrival. I was yeah. like, babe. No. Michelle's out at the door. I appreciate your energy towards yeah. me, but I got to go. Yeah. Sorry. No, not today. And he's like, it's during the day. And I'm like, I'm not just a vehicle for sex. Yeah feel the same and then the feminist in me wanted to say a whole bunch of things well i'm the feminist in me says use your hand you know what (laughs) i like that (laughs) actually when i walked up earlier you know what i'm gonna stop here i'm gonna just stop (laughs) here that's enough of that um but i agree with you daytime sex is like the best time i like to get in bed no pressure watch a show close my eyes honest to god like a week ago i got dead horse because we were trying (sighs) to make a baby (laughs) 
and it had to happen. Like yeah. it had to but happen. But you were like, just do it to me. I laid on my back with my, I looked you were like useless uh, as tits on a bowl. As yes. Yes. I looked like, yeah, that was it. And I'm like, this, I'm totally okay with this. We yeah. just have to try. We just have to get the job done. God sometimes. bless. God bless. This one makes me like so oh. sad. <laughs> oh, Because oh. if you're listening to this, I guarantee you have one. You have a sad shapeless sweater that's the only kind of sweater i have and i have like a hundred you're wearing one i'm wearing one hey, hey. boxy hey spongebob, SpongeBob. <laughs> so michelle it's the, they call this and this is so shitty but they call it the mom cardigan they say it's like the, the, the you're too lazy to try cardigan i mean but this is what's so funny i bought one from old navy actually over the pandemic during the winter and it is so utterly shapeless that I feel like I'm wearing like a wool like overcoat on me I mean it's just it's pathetic you would die you probably know the sweater I'm going to tell you about right now it's my Zara sweater it's like tan colored there is no shape I look like an Olsen twin all I need is a sig and an old man standing next to me it is is shapeless and mom granny I have to get rid of it I mean so well so they in this article which we'll put in the show notes they say like instead try one of the replacements was like a wrap sweater I hated that option I didn't like that option and I don't I actually you know what I bought from Target that is so cute that cream cardigan that you love, the one that I have, oh, yeah. it's kind of, it looks like kind of like Sandra D from Greece, yeah. but it's so cute. It's, it's cozy. It's, you can dress it up, yeah. dress it down. And it's not like that lazy, shapeless, sad sweater. Yeah. Like it has buttons of, on it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That saves That's yeah. That saves me. There's yeah. a cuff on it. Maybe I could have Jan cinch some ties <laughs> in them or something. We could like ruche them. That's not a bad idea. You know, or maybe Sexy like Jan could probably do put this. Put a rope in it. And put like a rope. Ta- you have a, a whole a rope, a tassel and a rope. I got to restart the whole wardrobe. And then the last one were over the top earrings, which. No. I'm. I, you've never been guilty of wearing over-the-top earrings. Mostly because over-the-top earrings make me have instant scabs in my ear holes. Sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, once in a while, I like doing a real chotch earring. I mean, I I have earrings upstairs that are a cl- they're a snowman made out of clay. I mean, that says it all. And they're very cute. They're so cute. But I think for me, it's because I got I've got over-the-top glasses. So if I wear an over-the-top earring, yeah, that's you a can't. lot over the top <laughs> from the neck up. We got a lot. <laughs> Got a lot. <laughs> oh man! Well, I hope that we don't um, bum you guys out with that sad, shapeless sweater story. Yep. And you know, God, go have some sex if you want during, during the, day. the day. Yeah, during, during the, the day. day. He always comes after me in the sh- after I got a shower. Oh well, that's the best time. I uh, mean, I know, but at the same time, I'm trying. I'm moving forward with my day. Yep. Yep, I can't compartment. I'm like, no, I have a lot here. Oh, I give in many times. I'm like, but I, it's no, willingly. Sir. It's willingly. I don't use that word given. I, I partake willingly and wantingly. Yeah, I, I like to put up a fight. For me, it's the oh, thrill that's of the hard chase. to get. The thrill of the chase. Ryan's like, come like, and get me, cat mouse. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom and Jerry. No, yes, no, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there you guys. Now you know wow. way too much about way us. Way too much. Okay, we'll end with a little panhandling. If you are, you know, loving what we're doing and you want to support us a little bit, head to the show notes where you will find our anchor.com link. And from there, you can sign up for a monthly subscription if you want to. Our content is free, but that's how this industry works. That is how it works. All right, you guys have a freaking awesome day. We love you. And stay cozy, everybody.
Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Thank you.